The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand on Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, Rob Phillips, and Kyle Yeomans. For the first time in the 2022 season, it is officially Say It With Your Chest Friday here from Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. Like the big voice man said, Chris Beam, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker. I'm Kyle Yeomans. Glad you're with us. Good morning, everybody. Hope you've got your Black Rifle Coffee in hand because we're shooting out some hot takes. Hot fire. Maybe not hot takes, but actual takes here over the next couple of minutes. This is going to be a shorter show today, so I do want to put that out there because Mike McCarthy has moved his press conference to 10 so we got to get off the air quickly and then we'll get you to mike mccarthy as well you can catch that streaming on all of the dallascowboys.com platforms so without further ado let's not even mess around news and notes rob phillips there's some big ones to hit from yesterday who who should we start with uh maybe the starting quarterback let's start with dak prescott dak prescott the shoes patrick nosey walker has (laughs) a story on dallascowboys.com right now about dak not practicing on a full basis he was limited thursday (laughs) Because of what he termed a shoe issue with his cleats. Don't say. Okay, so he was limited with an ankle, and it was not just any ankle. It was the ankle that he had surgically repaired in 2020. So that being said, and we can get into it, he's probably thinking right now, Rob's wasting his breath right now. He says, honestly, I feel great. Uh, He says he promised I'm fine, I'm good. Good to go is what he said for Sunday. So that being said, the starting quarterback is on the injury report heading into Friday, and he did not practice fully the only padded work that they get of the week. So that is something of note heading into a a big game, a big opener against Tom Brady. In let's let, let's let Isaiah get that off his, off his <laughs> I got, face. I got nothing Say it with your chest. I, it is Friday. It is, it it is, is Friday. Friday. Listen here. I don't know what's going on over there. Um <clears throat> I would have felt better if they was if they would have just came out and said that he that he tweaked his ankle, you know. If that's what's happened, I don't know what happened, but I I do know that I have two had bad pairs of shoes, mm-hmm. maybe you know that were irritating me, whether it be that's irritating my Achilles, cutting into my heel, yep. you know, whatever, you know, riding a little bit too tight on my you know on my surgically repaired foot. Um, just there's thing called equipment managers. And the equipment managers, especially when you're a player uh, of, of caliber like the Dak Prescott, he probably has at least 30 pairs of extra J's yeah. in the equipment room that just, they could have yeah. just ran and just swapped out. So I'm going to go ahead and go with the report in terms of what's, what's going on with him as far as the shoes bothering him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope that he's 100% to play. <laughs> you talked about it the other day. Uh, was that last week or earlier this week? I can't remember where you talked about it. The ankle tape is a real deal. A- yep. Ankle tape is a real deal. Yep. Now, apparently, shoes are too. Okay. Well, yeah, I was I, about to ask the same question. Is <laughs> a paper can cut it, on that? Yeah, it, it can can be. it be something? It can. And I, I think, you know, somebody, you know, put a, a great point out there to me on Twitter yesterday. And they say, hey, you know, Shoes are shoes, right? As far as all 11s are, all, no. In, no. Any sneakerhead will tell you yeah. that every shoe is cut slightly different, yep. yeah. right? And then on top of that, these were brand new shoes. Yeah. Now, the only thing I would say is, hey, Dak, QB1, I would have preferred you experimented with your cleats Monday and not on Thursday. Or in training camp. Or, or in training They'd camp. They'd have been too dirty. Um, 
<laughs> but he says he's going back to the ones he wore. He says camp. he's going back to the Jordan ones. So he guarantees. He promises. He says he feels great. He was jovial. He was smiling this good. morning on on 105.3 FM. The fan, Mike McCarthy, said he saw Dak today. He's fine. Everything's right on schedule, good. et cetera, et cetera. Quote unquote, the bionic ankle is fine, says Dak Prescott. Not concerned with it at all because. Former athletes, we can attest that sometimes you put on a pair of cleats and they just don't they just don't rub that ankle they right. They don't vibe right. Yeah, they just don't rub that ankle right. So <laughs> uh, I'm not worried about it. I mean, you know, yeah. is it the shoes? Yeah, no. Uh, NBA jams, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's going back to his Jordan ones and, and he'll be fine for Sunday, in my opinion. Huh? It's going to be interesting to look at because anytime QB one is on the injury report, anytime. Oh yeah. It's going to be a question mark. Well, and I give I did media mass yesterday afternoon with Jane Slater, and I give her credit because she she had the follow up question of like, well, you told us in training camp last year that your shoulder was good, and mm. you wound up they held you out for the whole training. Ooh. So that's completely different. It's not in the same well, that stratosphere. Called. She did, but also four oh three three and one. That's what he did against Tampa Bay after not playing a single snap in the preseason last season. For yeah. sure. And that was with an actual shoulder injury. That's a great so, point. Sure. You, so, you were able to work around it, but you knew that shoulder was coming throughout the preseason. Fair you, you got to game plan what he was dealing with there, whereas this was Thursday before the first game. Now, Chris, you do have this sound that, that you're talking about with yeah. Jane Slater. I, I want to hear his answer here because it was really interesting, and it, it kind of helped downplay the whole situation. So here's Dak Prescott downplaying the ankle. You did a press conference after the shoulder and told us it wasn't anything, and then we missed you for a I couple didn't, of weeks. I didn't know that, though. I didn't know. That was a baseball deal. I wasn't <laughs> sure. Those are not even comparable. So, yeah. And obviously, when I found out about the shoulder, I had to, you know, take back what I said. So this isn't even in, no, not even comparing. Not even comparing. Not even comparing. Does that make you feel a little bit better? I feel fine. I feel I fine. Do, I feel do fine. you though? I, he's like the he's the the meme of the dog in the right, fire, right. and he's got the he's coffee like, mug, and everything fine. everything that's, is fine. That's the one Jesse used on yesterday. I look forward to seeing him play on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's yes. perfectly fine. I so think he'll does be this fine. change does this change things if you're Tampa Bay's defense? No, nothing. You coming at him now? Nothing. It's Todd Bowles. Okay. He's going to do that anyway, do it regardless. What if this is gamesmanship? No, I'm no, joking, no. Joking, joking, joking. But I, I find it interesting that, um, you know, speaking of gamesmanship, but in this aspect, gamesmanship gone bad. Mm-hmm. The headline yesterday was Dak's shoe. And what completely flew under the radar was Chris Godwin did not practice, practice at, at all. Yeah, we knew he's not playing at no. all. But it didn't just go from full yeah. weather do not touch jersey on to limited. Uh, it just went straight to DMP, which sounds like a, a reaggravation of some sort. Hmm. He's not ready. So, and that that completely flew under the ra- radar <laughs> of the general public because oh, it's Dak, you know, <laughs> it's it's the offending ankle. Right. Yeah. Everybody looking yeah, at this matchup is like, oh my gosh, Dak right. Prescott's a little banged yesterday. up. Was and then yesterday? all the alerts went out for fantasy football. Yeah. And yeah. it was like, oh, yeah. downgraded the questionable. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I told you Bucks, he wasn't going to play. Bucks I mean, wide receiver like Gallup. Too, like, Gallup. Gallup. Yeah. Like I can say, even if he, he wouldn't, he wasn't going to play. I think I think I said that Kim pretty, pretty blatantly yesterday. Yeah, he's not. He's not playing. He's not somebody you can be concerned with at all. For yeah. Godwin. Yeah. Yeah. Now let me flip it to Michael Gallup because he went from limited. To full participant, right? Or was he still limited? He was still limited. Okay. And I just, I have a hard time. And, and Mike said yesterday, well, if he practices again, we'll, we'll talk about it. I have a that hard time. Yeah, I have a hard time seeing that, that he's going to practice limited twice for the first time in a full, almost a year. 
and then they're going to throw him out there in a game. Yeah. They're, when, they're when going to continue guys, ramping him up, and, and hey, maybe he gets into full next week, and then you go from there, then you have a decision to make. But When yeah. you guys yeah. truly believe that Michael Gallup's going to make his first appearance, honestly? When? When? If, if I had to absolutely stand on the hill yeah. right now, the Bengals. Okay. Okay. If I had to stand on the hill, I'm. I'm I mean, I'm, we're going to ask you to stand on that hill here yeah. in the final segment. It's going to happen. <laughs> okay. We will have you stand firmly on a hill. I'm all for standing. I, I so you think you. you think week two? I've always been on the the line for week two to week three. I was never on October in the first place. So when they didn't put yeah. him on pup, that was right yeah. right up my speed. And yeah. then coming in and seeing his his progression and everything, seeing how he's moving. I know there's another step, like you mentioned, which is a great point. He has to be challenged physically by the defensive backs. Yeah. Um, but I think that week two is is a good is a good line to draw. I don't see it happening that fast. That that means that he has to be rated. That for also him in depends a week. on what happens on Sunday. Yeah. If the wide receiver group outside of Ceedee Lamb, mm. uh, for whatever reason, bombs. Yeah, and now I, you're, even you're still, talking. Though. I don't think that warrants putting him at risk at re-injury, right? So I think I don't to say that he's going to play in a Cincinnati game mm-hmm. is means that he's nine days out. Yeah, fair. I don't think that he's nine days out. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe you, you try to work him into more work next week and, and see how you it start goes. challenging him physically. You don't, yeah, and, and see how because you don't I mean, get up to two days of full go yeah. and they say you're ready to go. You know, is, is it? Not off the, not off of that injury. If it continues to respond well, though, I could and see that's, that's, I, I could see week three potentially. If said, it's not week two, uh, yes. because uh, it was encouraging that he came back the next day, uh, mm-hmm. yesterday, off of a first practice since Jan one, and and barely no, had no setbacks. No setbacks. So, no I've, always, I've always felt comfortable with game four. Mm-hmm. I personally, in terms of knowing what he's coming back from, I always say in my head, I'm like week four, bring him back fully confident. Week two. Mm-mm. Week three, I feel pretty good about him. Week four, I think he's going to be great. Well, that's why they kept him off a of pup. They have I options. So they I understand that. Or else yeah. it would have been week five, and there's no option. Absolutely, absolutely. But I think week four is the is the week that you can ramp them up. You've had week. you've had two good weeks of practice. Sure, right? right? No issues. Right. Going full speed because there's only a couple full padded practices, mm-hmm. full speed practices, right? Where you actually got guys pushing against you and all that. I need to see you go two weeks straight without any issues or setbacks, and then I'll put you out there. Because once I put you out there, I don't want to have to pull you back off. So, they're I mean, they could ramp them up to practice this week, which is what it looks like they're doing. Then you ramp them up into game week next week where he's on a pitch count and he's maybe a full participant and he's kind of working way, his way back into it. And then week three is yep. when it's full go, Michael Gallup, let's roll. Absolutely. Like, Or you could do the I same thing that, and do it like I said, two week three. two, week three, week four. And this is just the very beginning. For sure. it, it could also be that as well. It depends on how it is, and I trust the training staff. Absolutely. I'm not going to lie to you. No, they're amazing. Yeah, I think sure. the sweet I would spot know. is week three. <laughs> yeah, Too I much. think that's the sweet spot. So Michael Gallup potentially coming back and – uh, ramping up. We've seen a linebacker ramping up over the last couple of weeks. I want to talk about Anthony Barr when we come back on the other side of the break. What does he bring to the table in week one? Plus, what are some other key matchups for the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that Isaiah, Patrick, Rob have their eyes on when we come back with more presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. The Cowboys way. 
where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. This week! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. <laughs> and if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Back to Talking Cowboys. Back here on Talking Cowboys, if you're the ultimate Cowboys fan, head out to AT&T Stadium this upcoming Saturday. Oh, that's actually tomorrow. How about that? Go tomorrow for AT&T Rally Days at AT&T Stadium. Plenty of games. You can win some tickets. You can play uh, around AT&T Stadium. You can go on tours. Plenty of stuff to keep an eye on. And if you want more information on AT&T's Rally Days, visit ATNTStadium.com slash Rally Days for tickets and for more information. All of this presented by SeatGeek. Welcome back into Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. I want some key matchups, gentlemen. I want you to tell me who I need to watch going into this matchup coming up on Sunday Night Football, 720. Patrick, I'll start with you. Give me a Cowboys matchup you want to see good or bad come Sunday night I hearkening back to earlier this week for me Trevon Diggs versus Mike Evans especially now with the likelihood of Chris Godwin not being on the field and yeah you know my, my primary matchup is going to be Jordan Lewis versus Russell Gage for uh technical reasons as far as the impact that'll have if he's on, playing yeah if who Gage Gage mm. yeah, fair enough it, more so to my point if Gage is not playing and Godwin is not playing, almost the entirety of this passing offense, no disrespect to tight ends, Cameron Brake, whatever the case may be, is going to be on Mike Evans. And you asked me earlier this week, Yeomans, you asked, could Trevon Diggs replicate his success in 2022 that he had against Mike Evans in 2021? And my answer is unequivocally, yes, he can. Mm. Uh, and because Tom Brady will likely be forced to target Mike Evans that much more in this game than he did this time last year, that's going to give Diggs that many more opportunities to potentially take the ball away. So I want to see how that shakes out because I spoke with Trayvon Diggs earlier this week about the challenge of Mike Evans. Obviously, Diggs was uh, had a lot of praise for Mike Evans, justifiably so. But at the same time, a point that Isaiah made in regards to Diggs earlier this week was that Diggs is the kind of cornerback that doesn't just have confidence 
that he can take on and defeat any wide receiver one put in front of him. He truly believes he's that dude, and it's because he's that dude. So that's going to be a fun matchup, especially, again, because Tom Brady is probably going to be forced to target Mike Evans more this time around than last time around. So I'm I'm really looking to key in on that. What do you think, Isaiah? I like it. Uh, I'm going at the tight ends, though. I'm going to go with Dalton Schultz and Ferguson versus this linebacker core. I I think that these guys are going to have to play a significant role and continue to move the chains down the field, not only in the reception side of things, but in the blocking scheme as well. I think they're going to play a very important role on whether or not Dallas gets back to running the ball in the way in which they hope that they win the way that they used to run it back in the day. How can Dalton Schultz take a next step this year? I feel like we haven't really <laughs> talked about him a whole lot because you, you think you know what you're going to get. You, you think you have this high floor, this low ceiling yeah. of a guy that's maybe – going to knock on the door of 100 yards receiving in a certain game couple games this year but ultimately it's he's going to be between 60 and 80 yards almost every single week how can he be better i think blocking i think his i think his blocking i think if once you figure out that you can run the ball off the hip on the backside of Dalton Schultz, it gives you so many more options. Exactly. Instead of having to go with 12 personnel and all of a sudden, okay, now we have to we have to, you know, get Schultz out the way and then we gotta bring Ferguson in hopefully and and let him come in or we need to angle block or we got a combo. I want to see Dalton be able to take a, a defensive end and say, I got him by myself. Exactly. And if once he gets to that point, he'll get the check that he wants. Do you think he can do that in week one? Based off of what you've to, seen. He's not going to have to, like I said, because of the front. Right, okay. The front doesn't allow for him to be active against the actual defensive ends slash D-tackles in 3-4 defense. Now the linebackers, I think he should be able to handle these guys. Now they're going to be aggressive, and they're going to come downhill. He's going to have to be able to sit his butt down and take on blocks and then drive these guys out like a sled. That he will have to do because that's what these guys got, what these guys do. But in terms of what we start seeing starting next week, with guys putting, he's going to have actual real defensive end with his hand in the ground. That's what's going to be the game changer. Yeah, that goes for Jake Ferguson too. As yep. a rookie coming in, he's going to have to stick his nose mm-hmm. in there and help in the run game. Yeah. That's one reason why the big reason why they draft him in the fourth round. I, I completely agree with Isaiah <clears throat> on that one. It, it's it's. The not not attractive thing that people will probably want to hear. You want to say, oh, well, you know, he'll take another step in the passing game. He's already taken those steps, right? Because when he came in as the fourth-round pick, he was brought in to be more of a blocker than anything. And he went to, you know, tutelage with George Kittle and George Kittle Titan University. And he became a person that can catch the ball and stretch the field a little bit, get some yak. But that seemed to have come at the price of his blocking. Mm. So – that's where he most certainly needs to improve. And it's not that he's the worst blocker in the world. It's that, for whatever reason, probably the reason I just mentioned, his blocking in 2021 and 2020 is not what it was when he initially came in. Yeah, His energy was dedicated over here, and it kind of got siphoned from here. So once he figures out the blocking aspect consistently, there's the big bag. And that's, yeah, that's the thing is the the bag is going to come for a guy who can receive, too. Right. You've that's seen true. it with Kittle and you've yeah. seen it with Kelsey. Yeah. The good thing about those guys is that they can also block and they can also help yes. you in certain ways <laughs> yeah. outside of just being a legitimate receiving threat. Kelsey will absolutely put you put you down. No doubt. <laughs> and, and that's where Dalton Schultz needs to take a step in yep. order to, to, to get to an elite tight end conversation. And get that bag that he really wants. Because the yardage is there. Because it's out yeah, there. The, the yardage yeah. is there. The it's targets there are there. For the somebody. Hand, if, the hands are there. Oh, he, he, if he takes that step up, Rob P., he'll get the bag. That is literally the only reason why I believe that the Cowboys did not fully commit to him. Hmm. 
It's the blocking the side. The blocking side. Because the receiving side is there. And you also you, didn't, you got didn't help his case that, uh, you know, subjectively speaking, Njoku got overpaid. And yeah. that really threw a monkey yeah. wrench in probably whatever offer was the Cowboys had in front of him. Because then Dalton Schultz gets to come back and say, hey, I'm more productive than this guy. But, but, why, did, yeah. but why did Njoku get paid? Uh, I mean, I get what you're saying. Because Njoku got paid because of his potential as a receiver and his speed, but mainly because he's a freaking he run blocker. Dirt. Yeah. <laughs> That's why. The thing is, though, Dawson Knox gets paid this week. Yes, he And did. it just keeps going yep. up in terms of market. So it's like, I don't know. You know, does he get a long-term deal? It's, I think he's going to have a good year. What did Dawson franchise Knox, dag a possibility? Then Dawson yeah. Knox had like two receptions for like twenty yards last night. I mean, he didn't really do anything he last he, night in that game. Him. Yeah. He hasn't had the numbers that Schultz has had no. so far in his career. No, and, but but that that again goes to the point of why these guys are getting paid because of the effect that they have alongside the offensive line. Mm. It has nothing. It doesn't. I want to say it doesn't have anything to do with the receptions. It does. Yeah. But <clears throat> these guys are getting paid because of the value that they bring as a Overall. as a tight end. To the offensive line and in blocking schemes, running and passing, and actual receptions. You have to be a whole tight end. You can't just be a tight end that can run down. It's the reason why Ingram is, is now bouncing around. Mm. You know, from from the Giants. Mm. He's 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 just a guy who just runs routes. Well, at that point, you're just a receiver for me. Mm. Rob, who you got in terms of your matchup to watch today? Uh mine's kind of a two parter. I'm looking at CeeDee Lamb. I know that's an obvious one. I'm looking at CeeDee Lamb against Carlton Davis, who's a good corner in this league. And, and to me, it's not just for this matchup. It's it's for him to set a tone and a statement early in the season and say, you're going to have to double me because I'm a number one receiver and I'm going to win my one-on-one matchups and you're going to have to try to take me out. And right now I can get other guys involved in this offense. And if, and if they do that, and, and Todd Bowles might say, I want to see what the other receivers can do here. So we're going to take CeeDee Lamb away. They may try to do that in this game. And if they do, then now I'm looking at Noah Brown against Jamel Dean and saying Noah Brown is has to step up. He, to he, he, is the, he is the most experienced in terms of tenure in the NFL receiver on this roster. It's a, it's a huge opportunity for him to step up and say, I can win matchups two one-on-one if I've got a, a single coverage on the other side. And to me, because I know we've talked about the run game a lot, and I've always said run game – very important, especially to Dak. He's a he thrives when there's balance and play action and all that. But they've got to have down the field chunk plays in the passing game to be able to be an effective offense. That is that's the lifeblood of of offense in the NFL these days. You got to be able to make plays down the field. And even when they talked about in 2014, oh, we got this Demarco Murray run game going, everything. Des Bryant had 16 touchdowns that year. Yep. So yep. They, they they've got to get that. Why it's kept? Yeah. Robbie, quick question. They got to get that going. And I know I stood behind this the other day, and I, when I mentioned that I don't believe that CD Lamb is double team worthy yet. Yep. Do you believe that he is? Do you think that teams have to double team CD? We're going to find out. I mean, I think he's been doubled at times in his career. Is it going to be – that's why I say go make a statement that that yeah. you're going to have to pay that attention to me every single week. So he has to prove it. He's got to prove it because he's never, he's, he's never been in – not that he can't, but he hasn't been in an offense yet without Amari Cooper. And that's why I think when we talked to him yesterday, we talked about the offseason, that's why he's so excited to show it. He is, he is ready to show it. Now, here's his opportunity. We're going to see 88 play football again. <laughs> coming up on Sunday and I'm so excited he's for that. ready to attack I'm his I, what he said yeah his I, words. Yeah. I think he's going to be fantastic I I've had such high expectations for CD Lamb now I also have high expectations for Anthony Barr but before we get to Anthony Barr really quickly give us a call if you want to be a part of our prediction segment we're going to do that coming up next say it with your chest Friday we've got six games Chris Beam's going to outline it for you 888 
888-855-2297. If you missed it, it's 888-855-2297. Give us a call. Be a part of our prediction segment. We'll keep up with the fans all year long. Now, Anthony Barr, I'm also excited to see him play. Patrick, when you've been out at practice for the limited amount of time that we're out there for, Mm -hmm. have you seen anything from Anthony Barr, at least even going back to when he was ramping up in the open practices, Mm -hmm. that would show that he's going to have a big role come Sunday night? He is going to be tasked with having a big role. Uh, Now, his ability to acclimate quickly to Dan Quinn's scheme that's what's going to be the telltale because we talked about it all week, execution, ex- execution, execution. Dan Quinn is going to lean heavily on Anthony Barr to help uh, create some more versatility with Micah Parsons and just in that linebacker re- unit as a whole. But from what I'm seeing physically, he, he looks fantastic. He looks like he's ready to cover. Uh, I know Isaiah has his his concerns about some, you know, uh, the coverage abilities of some of these linebackers. But Anthony Barr is moving well laterally, side to side, sound line to sound line. His power is there, uh, you know, when he's getting in to those tackle dummies and things like that. And he just has this air about him that it's not discussed as much, but there's something about Anthony Barr when you look at him moving around on the field or when you see him walking around. I think he feels like he has to prove something in 2022. We're we're talking about a four-time Pro Bowler, right? You don't think that he has that much to prove, but I think he feels he does coming off of his career with the Vikings, and then they say, oh, well, you're 30, and and he's hearing all of this, and he knows that Micah Parsons is that dude, Mm -hmm. right? I don't think the competitive nature in Anthony Barr wants to be overshadowed. So while he knows Micah is that dude, and he respects that Micah is that dude, and he's coming in to help Micah remain that dude, there's that competitive nature in Anthony Barr that says, hey, hey, I, I got some skins in this game as well, in this sport as well. I can do some things. So I think he's looking to go out there in week one and do his best to really try to either steal the show or be a part of the positive headline for the Cowboys. So schematically, Dan Quinn is going to lean heavily on Anthony Barr. That's just a fact, if you believe, if, if you know, in my opinion. Um, but then it just comes down to execution. How quickly is he already acclimated to the Cowboys system is, is going to something we're going to find out on Sunday. What do you think, Rob? Yeah, no, I, I think I think he's ready. I think I mean, when you think back when he signed, it was early part of August. I mean, he's had a month to get ready. Right. We've only seen him in one game. I think he got ten snaps against Seattle, mm-hmm. but he, he's he's ready. I think he's had enough time to get to get out. Like 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 Nosey said. I mean, it's just getting used to the system, but they they have a good feel for what he's done in his career and how he can help them for sure. Yeah, I think Barr's really his, his biggest impact is going to be in the running game. His run stopping ability. Mm-hmm. I think you know when you talk about his his confidence that he walks around with, him, kind of his swagger. He's chill. You know, he's real chill. He's, he's not walking around as if can I or do I? I don't feel I don't get the sense that he feels like he has to prove anything. I'm sure that he wants to, mm-hmm. and, um, but I I don't get that vibe. I get the vibe that this is what I do, and I'm and I'm here and I'm gonna do what I do well, and I'm gonna make my contributions and I'm gonna let everybody else make make plays around me. But I'm gonna be the guy that doesn't get talked about a whole lot and get my little seven or eight tackles. You know, have my presence at the line of scrimmage and and just be chill. And you're not gonna you're not gonna hear my name in the highlight. I'm not gonna don't plan on me getting interceptions. You know, I'll get a sack occasionally, but I'm the guy that they just can't run by. He had a couple picks last year. I think he had three picks three last picks year. Last but I think year. the so, role I think the role that he's gonna be asked tasked with playing here in Dallas. A little I don't, different. Yeah, I think it's gonna be totally different. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's keep that in mind as we head into our final segment here on Talking Cowboys, presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. It's the first. Say it with your chest Friday in our pick'em segment. Give us a call, 
888-855-2297 if you want to be a part of it. We are picking some NFL matchups, some really good ones, by the way, when we come back on the other side of the break. Little Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The Cowboys Way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G, fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands with Essilor lenses, you can see every exciting play. Book an appointment <laughs> at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more. Do more. Essilor on Talking Cowboys. Essilor. As always, glad you're with us. Presented by Black Rifle Coffee Company. The uncle at the barbecue is back, and he's ready to make some predictions along the way. Before we get into Pick'ems, let's take a look at some of the DraftKings (laughs) bargains you can have on DraftKings.com. Play for free for over a million dollars with your deposit. You have an opportunity to use these four players against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this week. So these are value picks. We're not talking about Dak and we're not talking about CD that are going to just take up a large chunk of guy or chunk of your your salary week in and week out. You've got a limited amount of money. We're going bargain shopping here. Mm. So who on this list looks like a bargain? Patrick, anybody stand out to you? Only 3 grand for Noah Brown, Kamonte Turpin the same, but hey, he had two return touchdowns in the preseason. He did. You know what, Kyle? I'm, I'm going with the Dallas defense on this one. Wow. I, I think it's a fantastic value simply because, uh, number one, $2,500 for a defense of this magnitude. But I think this defense is being uh, undersold going into week one because of who they are going against mm. in TB12. So I think that alone gives me more than enough vibe to say, you know what, that that's who I'm going with as the best value pick in that group. Especially when Dallas is going to turn, force a couple turnovers, you would think, and kind of put 
put Tom Brady in mm-hmm. a tough situation the with the be pressure. There, the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Could be something there. Isaiah, who you got? I like it. I, I mean, I would hate to double down, but I, I totally agree. Whenever I look at the Dallas defense Why at $2,500, I'm just saying, man. It's like, you guys remember how Blade, you remember when Blade opened up his leather jacket and had, like, all the freaking ammo, like, all the guns, all the knives? Like, that's how I feel Dan Quinn is. Dan Quinn is going to show up to the stadium on Sunday night and just, in a leather jacket and just open it up and be that's like, and we you, remember, you remember when Neil had the leather jacket and he just, yeah. and yes. he showed that when he walked in the little yeah. hotel yep. room? All right, we got to get a prediction. I'm, sorry. Uh, you, you, I'm we, sorry. We don't need any more super, uh, superhero saying, analogies. No, all right. I mean, Rob, who, who you got? Can I triple down on the defense? Yeah, all right, uh, when good. You got, when you got young kids, you like to bargain shop. Yeah. So yeah, def- I mean, this defense has an opportunity. I there, like it. There's questions about Tampa, too, okay. offensively. Yeah. So, yeah. Keep that in mind. All right, let's go into our prediction segment. Each week, we're going to pick five non-Dallas Cowboys games and the Cowboys, and we're going to have a fan to go along with us. We've got to be quick here. Stanley in North Carolina, you are on Talking Cowboys. How's it going, my friend? I'm doing pretty good. Right. Enjoying listening to the show. First time caller. There you go. Well, we appreciate welcome. you calling and appreciate welcome. you listening. All right. We're going to start off with the Browns at the Panthers, the revenge game for one Baker Mayfield for Carolina. Patrick, who you got? Panthers. Baker gets his revenge. Isaiah. What was it? Cleveland. Cleveland gets it. Okay. Carolina. <clears throat> yeah, give me Cleveland getting the job done even without Deshaun Watson. Stanley, who you got? I got the Panthers. Got the Panthers and Matt Rule. All right, Patriots at the Dolphins. A nice little AFC matchup going on there. Rob, who you got? Dolphins. The new look Dolphins. Mm. Isaiah. Patriots. Stanley, who you got? The Dolphins. Dolphins. Pat? Give me Tyreek Hill and the Dolphins. Okay, give me the Dolphins as well. Chiefs at the Cardinals, as Isaiah's on an island with that last one. Chiefs at Cardinals. Give me Patrick Mahomes on the road getting the job done. Patrick. Facts. Patrick Mahomes will get it done. Isaiah. Chiefs. Stanley. Chiefs. Chiefs. Chiefs all the way across the board. And nobody picked the Cardinals. Nobody has a little bit of faith for Kyler Murray and company. Okay. Uh, Raiders at. Yeah. Raiders at the Chargers. AFC West is looking nasty this season. This is going to be a fun first week matchup. Isaiah, who you got? Chargers. Give me the Raiders on the road in an early win against L.A. Patrick. Oh, Raiders with Devontae Adams. I'll take it. Little different, right? We saw the Bolts in Irvine. Their offense looks good. Give me the Bolts. Okay, Stanley? I'm going Chargers. Chargers, too? Okay, <laughs> so couple Raiders, couple Raiders, couple Chargers. Man. Uh, Packers at the Vikings. You talk about an underrated team going into the season. A lot of people are starting to hop on the Vikings bandwagon. Is it enough to get them a week one win? A new head coach, I think that's going to take a second. Give me Aaron Rodgers in the Packers. Okay, Isaiah. Give me A.A. Ron. Yeah, give me the Packers on the road. <laughs> Just like Mahomes and the Chiefs, give me Rodgers. Okay, Stanley? I'm going Vikings here. Oh, I like it. Go right. out on an I'm island, right. Stanley. I'm going with Stanley. Stand I'm going with Minnesota. Ground. Stand I'm reversing it. course. I'm going reversing course. You're flipping it. Okay, so ground. Stanley, Stanley, you're not on an island, but I still respect the pick. I like it. Because uh, Isaiah goes out there. I said Packers, right? You did. Okay, good. All right, here's the big one. Buccaneers at the Cowboys. Cowboys looking to avenge a 31-29 loss last season. It is the 19th all-time meeting between these two organizations. Dallas leads the all-time series 13-5. Stanley, who you got in this one? I'm going Cowboys 
21-17, a little defensive matchup. Stanley in North Carolina, thank you for joining us here on Talking Cowboys. Good luck this week. All right, you too. There he goes. Isaiah's already ducking behind his mic, trying to hide from the one-shot camera that Chris Bean is about to pull up because, Isaiah, who you got? 34-17. Wow. Dakota. Wow. Okay. So a big win for Dallas. Generous. Uh, 34-17. That's a dominating win. I did not expect that. Bad defense. Okay. Well played. Defense. Well played. Patrick. Cowboys 28-21. And in a moment, I'm going to get something up. I'm going to say it with my chest and I'll tell you why. Ooh, okay. Okay. Uh, I'll go before Rob. Give me Dallas in an ugly game because of the defenses. I think the defenses muddy this thing up, and it gets nasty. 19-16. Cowboys win a tight one, Rob. Uh, I've been thinking maybe Tampa all week, but I think it's law of averages, man. And I think I'm with you. I think it's going to be a defensive struggle. Struggling. Give me 23-19 Cowboys. Beam, who you got? I want to get Beam in on it this uh, year. Uh, Cowboys 28-17. Okay. Beam's right there with me. Okay. 28-21. We're right there, Beam. Okay. What's your what's your say it with your chest? All right. Friday listen, moment. listen, listen. I'm fed up. All right. So here, here's some science. And I texted you about this last uh-huh. night. It was a little after midnight. I'm laying in the bed, and it just hit me. I was like, ah, I got some more homework to do because something doesn't rub me right about TB12, your, your, your beloved TB12. The golden <laughs> all, but let's talk about this for a second. Um, I started digging away at his splits, right? Let me kind of read off what I found out here. A few things are very obvious vulnerabilities for TB12 that people don't discuss. And his, his home record is... 133 and 25. So okay. he's only lost 19% of games that he's played at home between New England and, and Tampa. That 19% balloons to 45% on the road. He's lost 45% of his games on the road. So remember this number, 45. So for the 45-year-old, he's lost 45% of his games on the road. Okay. Right? It's almost a 30% differential. 13 and 6 in domes, he's lost 46%, just over 45% in domes versus 17% when he's playing on grass okay. outdoors. Key numbers. When the final point margin is between one and seven points, he has lost 45% of those. He's been on the losing end of 45% of those. Okay. As opposed to if the margin is 15 points or greater, he's only lost 15%, right? Which means that tells me if you can keep the game close, you have almost a 50% chance of beating Tom Brady before you factor in anything else, okay? His record in late games, which is equally intriguing, He's lost 45% of his record of his games in prime time, which is in stark contrast to if he's playing the noon slate yeah. when he has only lost 24% of those games. What, what is he playing on Sunday? Prime time. On the road, prime time, in a dome. Before the Cowboys step on the field, the numbers, the science says that you have almost a yes, science chance of beating Tom Brady before you go out and actually try to do it, which means the rest of it comes down to, say it with me, ladies and gentlemen, execution. I had to get that off my chest. feel better about my pick now. You hear this, Cowboys Nation? There it's done. He Listen. It is Eventually, over. it is inevitable. All gods must fall. Exactly. Tom Brady falls on Sunday. All superheroes fall at some point. They just got to get back I up. Yes, science. Tom, Tom Brady it. can get back up next week because Cowboys yes, Nation is coming <laughs> Down 
on Brady. Now that is that Sunday is, night football. I said, that is say it with your chest on Friday. I said it. Say it with your chest. For Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Nosey Walker in his first week on Talking Cowboys. Rob Phillips, Chris Beam, I'm Kyle Yeoman. Special thanks to Black Rifle Coffee Company, Cowboys, Buccaneers, 7.20 p.m. kickoff. Sunday night football. Get your coffee ready. Go Cowboys. We'll see you on Monday. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!